You're listening to ORN with Austin and Ashley. sending me random pictures of, of uh, like bargain bin Star Wars figures. I mean, she'll, she'll find some good stuff, like good Hot Wheels cars. I mean, uh, not cars, but the ships. Yeah. I actually can't stand those cars. And I know we talked about that. I just can't. She, and she'll send, she'll send them to me. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like she'll actually buy them and send them to you? Well, no, no, no. I'm saying like take pictures oh, of them oh. and send them to me. And she's just like, you know, you have this? And I'm like. No, nope, don't want it. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> but there is a, um, I think GameStop is doing an exclusive Jar Jar Binks car, a Hot Wheels car. Yeah, I and saw I something. Do, yeah, I do want to buy that for her, like, because she would flip out because she collects Hot Wheels and mm. she loves Jar Jar Binks. So I just felt like, boom, love letter. There you go. Wow. It's a tribute. Huh. <laughs> I mean, that, sound, that, that does sound pretty cool. I'm just not into the. I've never been a big Hot Wheels person. Me and either. I'm, I'm only into the movie vehicles and then like ships and then like, yeah. you know, the, yeah, I just, nah, not a, not a vehicle person. Like I just don't collect Corvettes and Mustangs yeah. and stuff like that or whatever, the Bugattis and yeah. I just wasn't into it. But man, Batmobiles. <laughs> oh yeah. Ecto-1s. Yeah, Turtle I mean, I, all I had some Hot Wheels as a kid. I just, they were never yeah. like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, you know? I don't, I'm sure I, I did have some, but mm, it was like it, they. What's funny is I would usually have a Hot Wheel car if it looked like a movie car, like like oh I don't have a DeLorean, but this looks close enough. <laughs> <laughs> In my imagination, it will be a DeLorean. Yeah, exactly. So, um, did you see the latest uh, Star Wars news, like the leaks and stuff from yeah, the Disney yeah, shareholder yeah. music? Yeah, I, and it, I was really thinking like. You know, I don't, I don't know if I want to read this stuff, but then I was thinking about it and, you know, at the shareholder meetings, I mean, they're not going to give them a whole lot of information and I knew it was probably going to be like a sizzle reel or something like that. So yeah, I ended up reading it and getting, I'm getting, I'm starting to get hyped. Oh yeah. So for those who didn't uh, read about it, which you can go to outerrimnews.com and check out the article about it, uh, uh, somebody that attended the meeting was a guy named Scott Laidwig. Sorry if I mess up your name. Vedvig. <laughs> yeah. And he posted his, uh, just like a, a little tiny excerpt of what was shown in this teaser trailer. So let me rewind a little bit and say there was some, some scenes shown to the shareholders at this meeting. It was cut by J.J. Abrams himself strictly for the shareholder meeting, mm-hmm. and it will not be seen anywhere else. So... This guy was at the meeting, saw everything, ran right out, and had to tweet about it. And, of course, since he tweeted about it, you know, I had to read it. Um, I wonder if he got fired. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure he's just a shareholder. Well, that's so, what, But still, I'm just saying, like, I, I would feel like they, they still had to do some sort of, like, I mean, they had to sign something. I mean, you know, just, just thinking about the the privacy and the secrecy around this movie, I don't think the shareholders would even be... You know, immune to to the 
the the the law as, as you would call it over there. But yeah, maybe I don't know. I mean, uh, it just it would just be funny. I'm like, oh wow, he, they <laughs> he took his ousted. shares away. Yeah, he was ousted. <laughs> they gave him back and said, don't. They're no good here. <laughs> okay, so what he saw. I'll just read the tweet. We saw a blockade runner in an abandoned looking hangar. Wow. So that's a callback to a new hope. Um, I'm not sure if this is an, ex- you know, of course we hadn't seen the video, so we can only go by what he's saying. Is this an actual blockade runner from the original trilogy? Or is this like a ship that looks similar that's right. been up- updated for the sequels? You know, he doesn't give that information, but I will say though, if the guy, if the guy was able to kind of, uh, identify it pretty easily i I think maybe maybe it's going to be like either it's going to just be a refurbished old blockade runner or it'll be like just a slightly newer model sort of like the way they did the x-wings yeah you know what this this tells me though if it is like an original trilogy type blockade runner then Mm -hmm. then the resistance or the rebellion or whatever you want to call them now are like super desperate and which that was the point i guess in the second movie i mean we got to break them all the way down so yep and they're scrounging for anything and everything they can find to help them in this battle with the First Order. Which is, you know, I, I, I'll i be interested in seeing that. Uh, it makes for a good uh, underdog fight kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing he says, an explosion knocking stormtroopers in a starship hangar bay. Okay, that's kind of a given in yeah, every I was Star Wars say, Especially movie. with Abrams, he loves to toss some stormtroopers around, and I do mm-hmm. not mind it. Well, I mean, just pick your Star Wars movie. Um, I'm saying, like, if you go watch the the uh, Abrams, you know, The Force Awakens. I mean, it, I, it was something that I actually noticed. I'm like, wow, he just he loves to sling these stormtroopers around. <laughs> like, I'm well, talking about just send them flying. I think well, it's just that 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 view of of seeing yeah. the white. He's he's probably like a Return of the Jedi lover. Like he like me, he's probably just has an affinity for that third movie. So, uh, like the Battle of Endor scenes where you're seeing the stormtroopers actually getting blown up and flying, he's probably like, yeah, I want to see that like times 100. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's in the Death Star scenes in Return of the Jedi and in the Death Star scenes in in A New Hope. Where, yeah, I mean, I, I see your point. In the, yeah. Especially with, a, with I mean, of course with Return of the Jedi, because the budget got good enough to, to where we can sling them around. <laughs> yeah. Sling them around pretty good, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and then the next thing is Kylo Ren in a white room looking at the Vader helmet. Yeah. So we're bringing back the crushed, I mean, burn up Vader helmet. Yeah, and and what's crazy is there was a I think a thread off of that where the guy was speaking with some people and they were kind of it was it was a I liked how it was a really civil conversation. People were coming or at least the thread I saw, people were coming at him with like legit questions and and they were they had like really cool dialogue and he was saying like or somebody presented the idea that maybe it was like the meditation chamber mm-hmm. that Vader was in, and he he was like, you know what, that's that definitely it was probably that vibe. So, huh? Yeah. So it may be like his version, and plus he's supposed to be. I don't know if you were about to say it. Do you want to say what else is supposed to be going on in that that white room? Well, I, I no, I didn't see anything. So if you have something, please share. I, or unless I I'm saying it, unless I'm kind of mish, like like, <laughs> unless I'm just mixing it all together. I feel like they said that there's a shot of him in in this like white room that that you that could be like the the old Vader meditation chamber. So you know, or that that 
that style. And then mm-hmm. he's, I think he's also got the Vader mask in there with him. The burnt, like he's, he's opening, I think they said he's opening a, a case or something and it's the helmet or whatever. And he yeah. looks distraught. Hmm. So, so basically he's talking to grandfather again from maybe, maybe, or cause I mean, the way they say is like, he opens the thing. So I'm guessing that he had to know or unless, Unless, yeah, I mean, he has to. I mean, I mean, at first, the way it made it sound was almost like a secret delivery, like, <laughs> like, ta-da. And then, then he's just like, oh, yeah, but I don't, I don't understand the significance of it. But, hmm. but yeah, I guess what you said makes more sense. Um, the next scene is, and the, the final scene that he talks about is Ray Finn Poe in the Falcon cockpit, which, again, makes sense. Uh, this is the last movie in this trilogy, so they have to bring the three main good guys together, right? Mm-hmm. And what better way to do it than inside the Millennium Falcon, where the original three had a bunch of vent- adventures together? So I think right. I think you can't do this movie without putting those three in the Falcon's cockpit. To right. be honest, no, no, definitely no. I, I totally agree. But I just thought of something. What if, because, you know, I mean, this is going to now be a thread from Abrams back to Abrams. Yeah. And and then they they reveal this footage. So apparently, I mean, he's going to bring it back again. And it's like he's hammering it in something with that Vader helmet. So what in the world? Like, what if what if that becomes like a MacGuffin in some way, sort of like how the 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 lightsaber was originally supposed to be in the first movie? Yeah. What if they, what if he now, because they reveal, they show Vader's helmet in the, in the Force Awakens, but it, to me, it was just more of like a callback. It really didn't, you know, it, it didn't have that much weight yeah. it, like it could have. It was more of just kind of like a, a, a nod to Return of the Jedi and what came before, you know, but, but what if he, he ties it together and it becomes a much bigger thing in the final movie in some yeah. way? I don't, I don't know. I mean, we could, yeah, you know, we could. Talk I mean, about that, but the, what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. the way they're promoting this movie is the the last movie in the Skywalker saga, right? Exactly. You cannot. <laughs> the whole Skywalker saga is about Anakin Skywalker to this mm-hmm. point. You cannot do right. this movie without somehow bringing Hayden Christensen into it. I don't think you can. I mean. Maybe, or goes, at least, I mean, it, or, there will at least be a reference to that legacy in some way, like a nod to him. Like you said, it, either they got to bring him in, he's a he's a cameo, he pops up as a Force Ghost again, nods, you know, whatever. I don't know. And, I and think- I, you know what? It'd be funny if they brought him back and then gave him the makeup to look like, um, oh man, I'm losing my geek cred. The original Anakin Skywalker. I'm. Is it Sebastian Shaw? Shaw. Yes. Right, I yeah. would, uh, <laughs> what if, no, what if they bring him back and, and give him Sebastian Shaw makeup? <laughs> like, or no. like, a, like it looks like almost like a, no. you know, it's almost like the Ewan McGregor morphing into Alec Guinness sort of thing, but it's Hayden Christensen yeah. morphing into that. But uh, Lucas retconned that as soon as he no, did no, special no, no. editions of Return of the Jedi. But Sebastian it's like an apology. Shaw. It's an yeah. apology from Abrams. Well, uh, I hope he doesn't. I hope <laughs> I they know. do. I, you know it's not going to happen. I'm just you know, I, I totally think that this movie will end. Somehow Kylo is going to be redeemed. He has to be. Yeah. You, and, you know, especially, I'll, I'll tell you this much too, especially after the second movie. Um, 
because it felt like they were really trying to give him a, some sort of thread there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like something there. It was like the first movie, you know, the first movie, it was kind of like it could go anywhere, right? Because we just know that he gets hurt and they towed, they towed him off. As far as we knew, he was just going to come back just angry and, you know, that's it. But yeah. then it's like it became a much different thing in, in The Last Jedi. But by the end of it, of course, then he's just full of, he's just full on rage, right? Yeah. I totally think that this movie is going to end with, okay, let, let me put this caveat there. If Ray is a Skywalker, if she turns out to be Kylo's sister, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which I totally think she is. Um, I There's think some the mo- connection there. Yeah, I think the movie ends with Ray and Kylo sacrificing themselves to save the galaxy, or you know, from something. And the legacy will be that Ray has trained some Jedi's in, in the or, or started training Jedi's in between the Last Jedi and the new movie. Mm-hmm. So she's left this legacy of rebuilding the Jedi Order, but it will be the Finn and the Poe and the others looking off in the distance, similar to Return of the Jedi. And you have force ghosts of Anakin in the middle, Luke and Leia on either side and Kylo and Ben all there. So that's the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. I mean, you know, and definitely, everybody's definitely all happy like and looking at them and, mm-hmm. you know, as they go off into La La Land, into never Jedi, Jedi never world. Yeah, know. no, I, I agree. It's no, it, it definitely, I mean, I, I'm thinking it's probably going to be a really like honorable, like big send off, you know, so it's probably going to be a big happy ending. Yeah. And, and I wonder if when Luke appears in this movie, does he go back to being young Luke? Because, you know, they can do some cool things with, with de-aging people now with CGI. Right. I would just love to have him come back as his form that he was in the in the like in the end of The Last Jedi. I mean, he just – oh. <laughs> I just want a whole adventure on that. Like, I just want – I just want to see Luke unleashed in that particular outfit and that look, you know, just that – I don't know, that mode. Talking about the younger, older Luke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the, the brown one, hair. Like, like I mean, I love old Luke. I love old Luke. But I'm saying, yeah. like, the younger, older Luke. That he, you know, the yeah. Force projection Luke. Like, if I could just get, like, another story of that, that would, I don't know. That just, we just, you know, it was a good tease. It was like, ah, oh, what could be, you know? I think with the technology that they have and seeing that Anakin came back as a young, as a young uh, pup, as a ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, I just think. Luke and Leia will be back as younger versions, force projections too. Cause I mean, one, they're force projections. So they don't look like real, you know, people at that point, like real, real people. So you can screw around with CGI to make them, even if they pulled it from, you know, unused footage or something from the original trilogy or, right. you know, something. Right. Um, I think they could definitely, uh, de-age them quite well and make yeah. it all fit. But I mean, I, I'm not saying it has to end that way. I just think that that would be the ultimate send off Yeah, to close out the Skywalker saga is they all, the Skywalker saga, I mean, the Skywalker lineage is done. It's ended. How do you feel about the uh, de-aging? So it feels like it's starting to really kick off like majorly now. I mean, 
I mean, we have well, a whole you, movie of Sam Jack, right? I mean, didn't Sam Jackson de-age the, the entire Captain Marvel movie? Yep, and uh, the guy who plays Agent, uh, what's his name? Which one, Coulson? Coulson, yeah. Oh, he's in that movie too? Okay. Yeah. Um, and he's got hair. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I, mean, they re- I mean, they de-aged him to make Yeah, him I was going to say, I mean, all kinds of stuff like that. I mean, all the, I mean, you've seen him play with the, with the technology over the years, and then you see uh, Disney, you know, dabble in it and they mm-hmm. they were doing just crazy stuff with it and then of course they we have it in the star wars movies now and i just i don't know i mean i, I it becomes a slippery slope because i mean it's going to become so easy to do that then we're just going to be doing it. it's like okay well that's just how it makes the job easier but I don't, I don't have a, yeah i don't have a problem with it you don't you have know, a problem with it nah. i mean it's cool i mean it's cool i guess to me i guess it's, as long as it's cool with the person who's being de-aged i guess it's fine i mean but yeah but in a yeah. way it's almost kind of like god man that sucks it's like okay well now it's all about the you have to be young so it's like everybody so then you're gonna have like 30 year olds that are in the business thinking that that's even too old and they're gonna be look trying to look like they're 50 <laughs> I, I don't know i mean i think of it like i don't know how you would do it i Personally, with with the solo movie, I would have loved to see him figure out a way to put Harrison Ford in there, de-age him. If they had put the, that dude from the the was it the Age of Adeline or whatever that movie yeah. was, the one that yeah. I think they they originally wanted in there, yeah, like yeah, you probably would have gotten him because he was a carbon copy of Harrison. Well, Ford no, I mean, movie. you know, you could de-age Harrison Ford if the technology was was good. You could sure. de-age him. His problem would be his voice now, but I'm wondering if they could even play around with with the audio of that but i don't even too. think he would pr- he wouldn't even participate <laughs> I, nah, bet he, he I bet wouldn't. he wouldn't even do it <laughs> he probably wouldn't yeah he <laughs> probably would knock him out he probably wouldn't so um that's everything that that we know about the teaser footage that was shown at the well, stockholder meeting well, i was gonna say there is i will uh, there was a few other things mentioned or the, the my main thing that i really loved was oh. they mentioned they mentioned the 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 behind the scenes clips. They said they were like behind the scenes segments, really fast between little. Oh, I well, see. So you, you know something I don't because I didn't see any of that. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. So they were that. saying that because this guy, this guy just kept. He was a wealth of knowledge. He just kept giving more information, and he was. But he was being honest about it. People would ask him details, and he would like. He would be like, "Look, I honestly, I I can't tell you too many details because it was so fast, and you know, yeah. we saw other movies, and and yeah. So, but he was like, um. That you know, in the behind the scenes segments, you see a one of of uh, Daisy Ridley training, and it shows mm-hmm. her on wires, and they're she's like somersaulting in the air with a lightsaber. Oh so, yeah, she's full on Jedi. Yeah, so now. I'm guessing she's going to be like, like, I mean, you know, it's all about rhyme, right? Beats yeah. in poems. The Star Wars has always been that way. She's mm-hmm. probably going to be unleashed like Luke was in Return of the Jedi, where she's she's going to she's just going to probably be. She's going to come here and be fully like a Jedi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. almost like we would think, okay, she's a Jedi. And they'll say, oh, no, she's got one more step. And, you know, she's just got to throw the lightsaber and, down. <laughs> and so throw what the was the next? What was the next one? I, mm. You said there was, there, a, was, there, there was, a, was something else. And I can't remember. I was so excited about the other. There was something else. But um, no. there was something about, was it about Poe? Well. Do you think? Well, there was. I will say this wasn't part of that, but there was a there was a weird story I just read where Matt Smith, I think, uh, was asked some questions. But it was here. Here's the funny part of it is I think he was being very tongue in cheek. 
So somebody asked him about the movie, about episode nine, and he says, as far as I know, I'm not in it. Yeah. As far as I know, I'm not in it. Yeah, but But his name's not even on the the cast list. But wasn't the rumors was that he was supposed to be maybe playing somebody very significant, like young Palpatine, like a Palpatine clone that came back or something? I think that was one rumor. I mean, basically the rumor is that he is somebody very significant or somebody that's going to be very important. But now he's saying that, like, almost like I don't even have any connection to this movie. But, but he didn't say that. He just said, as far as I know, I'm not in this movie. Of course not. Because when you're in the movie, you're a different character. You could be Palpatine. You could be, uh, not Palpatine. He could even be, um, Snoke. I mean, you know, there's no telling. There's yeah. no telling, but but I'm thinking that if he is, that's probably his his way out. Is that yeah? Because I'm not in it, you know, or just you know, or the performance is going to be so so much, or you know, they're going to be there's going to be CG, or there's going to be something that it's not going to be me. It's basically going to be whoever they make me to be. But yeah. um, I think that's probably what he was trying to do, and just and it was a perfect way to avoid answering the question. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. protecting the NDA he had to sign and all that. And I mean, it's it's I, that's what I thought. But but he they did ask him about that, and he yeah he apparently said he doesn't know. Hmm. Well, um, thinking getting back to what I was going to say, mm-hmm. do you think that we're going to revisit Jakku in this movie? I feel like we are because I feel like Jakku was still important enough. And, and if you think about it, what all right? What was our first planet on Force Awakens? It was Jakku. Jakku. What was our first planet on New Hope? A New Hope. It was Tatooine. Tatooine. What yep. was the first planet in Return of the Jedi? Yep, Tatooine. You're going. <laughs> so you're I'm going right that, where I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking the beats, the you know, the rhyme. It's probably going to be that way, and I'm sure a bu- bunch of fans are going to grumble like, "Oh, I called it. Bleh, this movie's terrible." Brr. But yeah, yeah. I, I think that's probably what's going to happen because there's probably just going to be some loose threads. We're probably you know because, well, because Han Solo was the thread right from Empire to Return of the Jedi that we had to tie up, you know, at the very beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they're going to try to do something like that with this movie where they have to tie something up in the beginning. So what if the tying up is, is Ray's heritage in some way or, or, or <sighs> yeah. some unfinished business with her on Tatooine, maybe with her and Uncar Plutt or, or something. what did I say? Tatooine. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe, <laughs> Maybe the resistance or the rebel, the rebellion has set up base on Jakku because it is such a, you know, wasteland that right, nobody, no, no, why would you go to Jakku? Right. And it makes the kind of the perfect cover for their little, there's this small rebellion. Right. Yeah. But it, it does. But I, at the same time, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know if they'll, I don't know if they'll do it because I don't, I, it just, it almost well, feels weird that, that they would settle. I guess it's just like, okay, we're going to settle and we're going to, we're going to f- like have a base on the planet that, that Ray probably doesn't want to go back to anytime. So, you know what I'm saying? Or she doesn't want to have to revisit that way or have to well, live there again. She's probably well, like, look after, at that. now that she's away from it and she's experienced life now and she's been to Octo and all these other places, do you think she wants to go live on Jakku? Well, you know what? I say that, and she may, because <laughs> it may just be peaceful to her. Well, well, look at um, that last photo that mm-hmm. was taken, the the wrap of production. Yeah, yeah. It was Poe, Finn, Ray, Huggin. Yeah. On a sandy 
de- desert looking right. background. Well, plus Poe's going to have the desert garb too. And at some point in the movie, he's going to have like the, almost like the safari look, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or expedition type, you know, so it's like, you know, I, maybe that ties into it there some in some way. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Or they could yeah. be, they could be on Jakku. Maybe not. Maybe it's a, a temporary base. Maybe they, they do come back to Jakku and it's in the very beginning. We open up and they're actually searching for something on Jakku. Like there's a specific thing we have to go back to get on Jakku. Or maybe they're just collecting parts for their blockade runner. That too, because there is a junkyard. <laughs> that could be it. They're like, hey, there's a fleet ready to go. We can start p- picking these Star Destroyers up, getting them back it, into space, you know, repair exactly. them. <laughs> They'll exactly. at least be like good shields. They'll be like a good barrier. We can just throw them at other ships. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, aside from that, at the uh, stockholders meeting, there was a little bit of information, a little tiny nugget of information given out about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And that little inform- bit of information was the opening dates for Star oh, Wars Galaxy. Okay. So what's the date? I, you know, I actually didn't even uh, see this. All right. So get prepared, California, because Disneyland opens the door to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge on May 31st. Oh, wow. Which is two months away. Well, a little over three months away. Yeah. Um, Walt Disney World will open its doors for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge on August 29th. So kind of a lot earlier than people were anticipating, yeah, but there is one caveat. Cap. There's one caveat to this. Um, it's going to open in two phases, which sucks. So the first phase, the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run attraction will be open, but the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance ride will not be open. Uh. Yep, that will come later in the year, Mm. that particular ride. But from everything that's been said, the Millennium Falcon ride will be open. The the land will be fully ready to go. All the restaurants, you know, open and, and ready to serve all the cool treats to park goers. Did they? I, I forgot. Were, were there any other rides besides those two main ones listed? Because those were the only two I could remember. I I don't think so. I think those were the only two rides there. And they're going to keep um, they're going to keep Star Tours and everything where it is. As far as I know, okay. I don't think they have any plans of moving Star Tours. Okay. But you know the the, the sad thing is we're closer to Walt Disney World. Yeah. And yeah. and they are squished for space. For Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, where in California, they have a lot, lot more land, so they could actually expand Galaxy's Edge at, at you know, any given moment that they right. want to, hmm. uh, which I would have to go all the way to California, I guess, to to check that out, which I don't want to do. Poor me. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, it's, it's a long drive for one. I mean... I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not, I've never been to California before, so I, I really don't know what the, uh, I guess you'd have to really prepare. I don't know if the climate is the same as it is in Florida. Cause I just know in Florida, it's like, Hey, it's going to be hot and humid. You're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It is super hot. It's like go in the winter, go in the fall, then you won't die. But if you go any other time, you're going to die. <laughs> you know, I, I still think that even when this thing opens, no matter what time of year you go, it is going to be absolutely freaking packed any time of the year yeah. that you go. 
No, I agree. Which uh, really, really sucks. Speaking of, uh, have you seen some of the drinks and stuff you can get there? I, I mean, I know you can do like a version of like the blue milk stuff. Mm-hmm. I, beyond that, I don't know. I, I didn't it, really look at the details yet. So in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, it'll be the first Disney park that you can get alcohol in. Um, and there will be all kinds of places to grab food and, and drinks and so forth. Uh, you have two versions of the milk. You have blue milk and you have green milk. Oh, okay. Just, just like Luke drank from that, uh, thingy in the last Jedi. You know, the green milk doesn't bother me at all. I mean, I know, uh, the listener, whoever, <laughs> whoever's listening, you know, you're going to say, all right, well, he obviously doesn't want the green milk. No, no, no. Green milk's great. The sigh was like, I could just imagine the workers having to see all these people go in there and do that gulp. <sighs> like the jokes or the, the, I mean, I, <laughs> I would just die. I'm like, listen, I get it. Luke did it in a scene. We all thought it was funny. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> now, now these these are not actually this is not actually milk, okay? Yeah, I was going to uh, say what, it's probably made of what like Kahlua and <laughs> well, well no, th- this is not alcoholic. I don't think oh, okay. uh, the green milk has like a citrusy flavor to it, while the blue milk is um, like a soft frozen kind of thing similar to a milkshake yeah yeah that's what i was i had seen that i saw like and it looked like a yeah like a smoothie or like a yeah. frosty or something but um i wonder what flavor it's gonna be yeah it, it doesn't say hey now have you seen some of the merchandise that you're gonna be able to buy at this place no uh-uh. oh my gosh okay so this is not like your normal going to walmart pick up action figures kind of thing you're not gonna have any of that here this is like if you lived in Star Wars world, what kind of stuff could you find if you went to a market? Right? I mean, death sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if, if you're looking for toys and stuff like that, you're going to find stuff like the little doll, like uh, in Rogue One, the little Stormtrooper doll. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be able to find that, but you'll be able to find like uh, Ray versions and Chewbacca versions and Yoda Sweet. versions. So it's boards. basically, it's going to kind of take a, take some pages out of the Harry Potter world book probably. So it'll be a lot more immersive in that way. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Uh, you can buy of course clothing and they all look very star Wars ish. Um, like Jedi outfits, uh, Ray outfits, first order outfits, yeah, uh, that's going to be the big thing. I mean, think about the you know all the cosplayers and stuff. Now, now they can just go and get the official, you know, costumes, and I'm sure they'll be super expensive, but probably really highly detailed. Uh, at the Black Spire Outpost, I mean, they have like little statues, things that that look like they were in uh, Sidious's uh, office oh, wow. in Revenge of the Sith. Now, yeah. see, I would love to have that. Yeah. Uh, some books looks like a red kyber crystal kind of thing. And then holocrons cubes that you can buy. Uh, of course you're going to have droids. Uh, I don't know how tall these are. They're not, they're not like life size R2D2s that I know of. They're probably, I don't know. They look about like a two foot tall kind of mm-hmm. thing and remote controlled that you can build oh, okay. and make, make them look like you want to. Oh, okay. But there's also a lightsaber making place. 
and it's not cheap. If you just want the hilt, it's like, uh, I think they want to say like $99. So and this is going to be like the force effects lightsabers. Yeah. And if you want the blade, add another 50 to it. And, oh, well, I mean, uh, you have makes- to actually schedule your appointment to go make these because it's custom made. I mean, you, you pick your parts and make your own lightsaber. Jesus, but that still sounds cheap though. Really? I mean, if you're, if it's like, let's say a hundred dollars for the hilt and then $50 for the blade. I mean, that's how much the, the, they call it really? in stores. I'm just saying, you know, like the force effects lightsabers are like 149, I think re, re, 159 retail, something like that. Mm. So that, I mean, that would actually, I mean, you know, you would think that you're going to pay more at the Disney parks, but I feel like I have noticed that when I go to like the Disney store, go to the Disney parks, you know, the prices aren't that bad. Like they don't, I don't feel like they, they jip you too bad. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Pretty, pretty decent. I mean, if, if you're, if anything, you're just going to pay retail. Yeah. So I can't, I mean, I can't wait, but we've decided to push it off until early yeah. next year. Oh, so you're going to go early next year? I thought you were going to be like, push off to early 20, 2021. And, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I mean, because we've been saving for it and we want to go. I know it's going to be packed, but I mean, I wouldn't even think about going this year. Right. I wouldn't even think about it. But, you know, we may go March-ish of next year, something like that, March, April. Oh. Hey, you sometime. never know. Maybe, maybe we can work some stuff out. Maybe we can all just go. We'll just be there at the same time. Yeah, okay. I will uh, be sure not to tell you when we're Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I'm just going to hijack his family vacation. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome if we could do that. Um, that yeah, cool. we need to make that work out. We need to make that work out. Yeah, Lucasfilm, you should pay us to, to go to your park. <laughs> and review <laughs> it. You should pay us to go to your park and we'll review it. And yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say it's it. amazing no matter what. Just just let us go. <laughs> All right, some uh, some other breaking news right before we started recording was uh, the first exclusive merchandise for Star Wars Celebration was revealed today. Oh, wow. Yep. And you can get this at the Celebration store. They have a white Loth Wolf plush and a gray Loth Wolf plush. plush sorry. Uh, they have like a Celebration mug, and if you look inside, there's a little porg at the very bottom of the cup. Uh a Phantom Menace 20th anniversary jacket with featuring Darth Maul's face on the back of it. Uh, it looks like a sports oh, kind of jacket. I would love to have that. Oh, yep. Geez. And then uh, there's uh, an exclusive 45 ounce Rancor Tiki mug with a Luke Skywalker mug in his hand, a little by Geeky Tiki. So that's just the first of what you can expect to be just a buttload of exclusive merchandise revealed between now and celebration. April 11th, I think, is the day that it starts. So you're a little over 34 days away. <sighs> Too bad we're not going to be there. I know. Ugh. I'm getting for clip. Talk amongst it yourselves. Be, man, it would just be nice, though, if Lucasfilm would just step in and be like, all right, guys, y'all can go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's some tickets. Oh, here's here's the plane tickets, tickets in yeah. the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> all expenses paid. Here's your meal. Oh, I... vouchers. Here's some debit cards. Here's some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here's merch, merch, yeah. merch. Yeah. Here's free tickets to Galaxy's Edge. Have fun. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> here's your free pass to interview everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on <laughs> all access to Mark yeah. Hamill. Oh, thank you, Lucasfilm. That oh, would be Jeff, wonderful. His name's Mark Hamill. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's Mar Camel. Mark Hamill. Yeah, I'm Mar Hamill. Mar Mark Camel. Camel's my last name. Mar's my first. 
<laughs> um, short for Marvin, but they call me Mar. All right, I know you got to get going. I know you got to get going. We have to wrap it up early tonight. Uh, but let, do you have time to hit up uh, Star Wars Resistance? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so we are down to two episodes left of Star Wars Resistance. This Sunday night and the next Sunday night, and that will wrap up season one. Now, in the last episode, you've seen the last episode, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. In the last episode, we're getting down to the nitty gritty here where it's getting really good because the First Order have already taken over the platform and they know that Kaz is a spy. Yep. And actually, they have gone and they've arrested Kaz and Yeager and Bucket, mm-hmm. which is the droid's name, Bucket. Right. We couldn't figure that one out the other night. Um, and uh, Tam and Niku. They've, they've tried to arrest all of them, but everybody got away but Tam, unfortunately. Um, and Tam is still on the fence about whether the First Order is bad or not. Right. I don't understand this girl. I don't I don't understand her at all. But everybody else gets away. And of course, our lovable heroes are trying to get a signal out to the resistance to come help them, saying that the First Order has completely taken over the platform. So the idea is to sink the platform to get to the top of the platform to disable the um, the block that yeah, the, the First jammer. Order has, mm-hmm. the jammer. And of course... All that leads up to Jaeger getting caught, uh, Kaz getting away, and then getting a call from Leia saying, Aunt, sorry, <laughs> I wish you well, but we don't have enough people to send to help, so uh, you're now the resistance. <laughs> yeah. Fend for yourself. So this is, uh, this is getting to be interesting, and I think I'm, I'm liking how they're playing Tam against Kaz. And I'm wondering if Tam is going to actually join the first order. It would be a good, a good turn. I mean, I feel like it will be, especially for this show, it would be a good way to kind of, you know, it make its moves. You know what I'm saying? Like it, yeah. it really establish itself. <clears throat> well, you know, in every other show, we've always had the bad guy def- defecting to the good side. Right. Like hot, hot. Um, yeah. What was his name? <laughs> I was about to say really I, I, I was about to just, I thought it was a harmless joke I'm pretty sure it's like a position and and probably would have been offensive so I'll cut back on that one but it was like hot callus hot callus yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what it was hot let's just callus. say let's hope his name wasn't Carl because <laughs> I almost said it and I was like oh it would have been so funny <laughs> Oh, but, let me bleep all that out. Yeah, either that or it's like good is good and bad is bad, and you don't really get much of a yeah, you know, much of a story there. So I'm hoping that they flip the script on this one and make her, you know, turn yeah. to the first order to support. You know, the first order is doing a good job of keeping uh, keeping the peace around here. That's all they're wanting to do. Oh, girl, you have a lot to learn. Especially from Silly Cass. So, are you liking it better now? Than- no, I mean, as it progresses, I mean, no, definitely the show gets better and better. It's it's just, you know, to me, I felt like it, it started off kind of, you know, it's it, 
It's just, very, it's just weird. It's like one of those things where it starts so, so not, I don't want to say like childish, but it's just more, it was more of a kid show. And when I first watched it, I'm like, oh, this is kind of different than what I was thinking it was going to be. But then the yeah. show just of gradually just gets more and more serious and really starts to tie in, you know, especially when they bring in the first order of, I'm, I mean, I'm just going to be more interested anyways, but yeah. I mean, they just, yeah. the story just gets better and better. So, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm on board. I mean, the show is, is definitely getting better. I'm, I'd be interested, to, interested to see what they do in the second season. Yeah. Do a second season. Because it looks like this one's going to end sometime during the, the, the force awakens. Right, right, exactly. And I mean, because st- we can't be here forever, you know. Yeah, I mean, the, the this ep- this episode we're talking about already takes place during the happenings of the Force Awakens, right? So, and and from the previews, it looks like they're going to be on Starkiller Base, yeah, very shortly, listening to General Hux give his you know Nazi speech, yeah, to the First Order. That would be really cool though if they do run into those book characters I told you about. Yeah, <laughs> like just so they they tie in all the media. That would be crazy. And here's something that I did not even put two and two together until like the last episode. Those kids that they rescued have to be Jedi. They have to have some force ability, and that was why Kylo was after him and destroyed the whole planet. Just to get to them, maybe. You don't think that? You, what? What have you I read? Think. Some kind of spoiler or something? And you're just going to tell well, me? No, I'm totally no. I mean, I, I mean, no. I, I think it's totally plausible. Yeah, I really don't. I mean, I don't have an opinion either way. I was just trying to, <laughs> but I think, I think it. I think you're you're probably on the money. Yeah, and somehow season two, Kaz gets these kids to Ray to Ray to help help them train. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. All right. I don't want to hold you up. I know you got to, I know you got things to do. I know you got, <laughs> you got Game of Thrones got, to watch. I've and, got all kinds of stuff to do, man. I got a life. I got and, and, and Star Treks to watch. Star and, Treks. <laughs> yeah. And, and Spocks and Kirks Spocks and, and Kirks. Picards and whatever else you Trekkies do. Um, so I, I'm I definitely don't want to hold you up at all. <laughs> I definitely don't want to just tank your character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to ruin your Star Wars cred here. I, I'm definitely not with your Kirks and Spocks and whatnot. <laughs> with, um, your, with your starships in the background. <laughs> oh gosh! All right. Well, so if you want to follow, <laughs> if you want to follow us. Check out our website, outerrimnews.com. It's a great website. We update it every day with all the latest Star Wars news that you can shake a stick at. So come there, get your daily dose of Star Wars. Wait, did I just say daily dose? Doesn't another Star Wars site use that? Uh, I don't know. Get your daily fixings, man. I don't know. Get your daily, daily fit. Yeah, we're, we're from the South. Get yeah, your daily fixings. We're, we're a southern. We're a southern site. We can't hide it. We can't obviously can't hide it in our voices. So get your fixings, man. Yeah, get, get your, your daily fixings, Star fans. Wars fixings. Get your fan fixings. Get your fan fixings there all the all day long with your Star Wars. Outerimnews.com. Outerimnews.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash outerimnews. We are at outerimnews on Twitter. And you can get us on Instagram at outerimnews, where we do post some Star Wars pictures quite frequently. Peachers. We peachers. post the peachers. Peachers. We post peachers there, Bo. 
Beatrice. Yep. I beat a boast of Beatrice. We I do. can't find my stuff. I'm trying. <laughs> oh, God. And we're just trying to hold the ship afloat till Austin finds right. his uh, part. I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. And also remember, this podcast is not endorsed or supported by Disney or Lucasfilm, so it's all for entertainment purposes. So, you know, all the names and sounds we use are all copyright and registered trademarks of Disney and their respective copyright holders. Don't forget Maybe. it. Yeah, don't forget that, and maybe we can pre-record that and slap it on the end of yeah. <laughs> episodes from now on. All righty, so with that said, uh, if if you're in your travels this week, don't get the Smuggler's Bounty Box from Funko this time. It's the Dagobah Box. I was not impressed at all with that box, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah, it did have a Yoda Mystery Mini, which I absolutely adore. Other than that, mm. I'm not a big fan of movie movie moments and R2D2 sticky pads. So, you know, hmm. whatever. Austin. What? <laughs> in, in, in your travels, anything? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> so Austin I'm says like- pick up Queen Queen's Shadow. No, I do. You know what? Pick up Queen Shadow. Get ready for uh, Master and Apprentice because I am super hyped for it. Really? Are you reading Queen Shadow? No, not yet. No, I've actually started it. I'm about halfway through with it. I got to. I have to read it. I'm halfway through with it. It's pretty good. You know, it's quite good. Quite good. All right. With that said, may force be with you. Peace. When 900 years old you reach, look as good you are not. Hmm? <laughs>